So we know we were talking about <coughs> love and priorities, right? And uh, and I want to continue in that vein this week. I want to give you part two this week because the Lord was really showing us some great things. Hold on one second. Got that water. I need that water. My, now my throat is dry. So it's something about when you don't have something, you really want it, right? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but the Lord said he'll supply all of our needs, so I'm not going to worry about it. So I said last week, though, I said uh, that many people could do so much better if they just got their priorities straight. Amen. So important, especially when it's concerning our love life. You all hear me saying to God, and I said the number one priority in our love life or dealing with our love life is what we fall in love with. Amen. That's number one. Although the Lord showed me something this morning, and it could be number one too. At the end of the service, we're going we're gonna to take a poll on what y'all think is number one. Amen. <laughs> but one thing. He showed me for sure that you don't want to fall in love with is money. Amen. You can choose to fall in love with a lot of things because the, the earth is so glamorous. The world is glamorous. Amen. And he showed me that on my way to Las Vegas. He gave me the perfect scripture I needed to see. You know, he really does meet our needs. He showed me the perfect scripture I needed to see on the way to Vegas. Amen. But. Whatever you fall in love with, you don't want it to be money. Why, saints? <laughs> because of this scripture right here. It says, the love of money is the root of all evil. That's why you can't fall in love with it. It's not the money. Please enjoy the money. All of us who enjoy our money, raise your hand. How We enjoy our money now. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> but you don't want to fall in love with it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's what makes it evil. Hey, we know that this scripture right here is so misquoted. We hear people say, money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. <laughs> it is not the root of all evil. The scripture says the love of money is the root of all evil. Not the money. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah, Lord. Let me read a couple of those scriptures just for a quick review. First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 9. Look at this scripture right here, saints. It says, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and unto many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and prediction. <laughs> I was talking to Pastor Brian. He told me this. And, and, and the scripture was in front of me. It was so odd. The scripture was right in front of me. And he was talking about rich. He said, Pastor Maybell, when I say rich, I'm talking about billions. Bill Gates and this person and that person. And he said, now I'm going to ask you a question, Pastor Maybell. He said, if, if you had that kind of money, would you be getting ready for church today? <laughs> I was like, that's a good question. Amen. That's a good question, Pastor. Brian. He said, "You probably not." He said, "I." He said, "I don't think I would be getting ready for church today with that kind of money." Amen. <laughs> and then, and so when he read, he read me another scripture. Then I said, "Pastor Brian, you're saying something right now. Let me read you this one." And when he, when I read him this one, we both just bust up laughing. Amen. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and prediction. Amen. So when it says, but they that will be rich, it's really talking about when you chase after riches. Amen. When you chase it, <laughs> the, the, the scripture is clearly saying uh, uh, not to make money your priority, saints. Don't make that your priority. That's really what it's saying. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That means don't fall in love with it. Because why? It says you will fall into foolish, hurtful lust and drown in destruction and prediction. Destruction and prediction is eternal damnation or hell or absolute ruin. Amen. 
That's, that's, that's the problem when you fall in love with it. Think about it. Think about all the times, you know, when money was the priority. You know, that's what makes the world so corrupt because when you, once you fall in love with it, many folks will do anything for it. Amen. We see that in the women on the street that sell their bodies. I mean, just so many things for money. Amen. Look at verse 10. It says, for the love of money, not the money saints, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. See, and that's a big deal because money, loving money will make you err from the faith. How do we walk? By faith. So that's saying it's going to mess your walk up when you begin to Get this, this priority out of order. Amen. I just want to show you today what it looks like, what the results are when your priorities are out of order. When you covered after money, you err in the faith, saints. We don't trust money, saints. Who do we trust? The Lord. I mean, what, what does the money say? In God. The money says that. Amen. The money tells us who to trust. It's smarter. Is the money smarter than us? Come on now. The money say in God we trust. Amen. Well, we walk by faith and not by sight, saints. We trust the source, right? Not the resource. Trust the creator, not the creation. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The scripture is so misquoted, saints of God. We hear people say money is the root of all evil. That's not what the scriptures say. It say the love of money is the root of all evil. Amen. So today, we're just getting our priorities straight, saints. We know what we don't want to fall in love with, right? That's money. We don't want to fall in love with money. Amen. Now, we reviewed one of the don'ts. So now let's review the do. What, it is, what is it that we do want to fall in love with? Remember, that scripture was clear. Turn quickly to Matthew chapter 22. Let me show you what we do want to fall in love with. You all remember the lawyer was, Jesus has just put the Sadducees to shame, and now the lawyer, the Pharisee, came asking Jesus a question, what's the greatest commandment? You all remember that? Verse 37, Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. That's our number one priority, saints. Amen. When it comes to love. I'm showing you the number one pro the number one priority when it comes to love is to love the Lord thy God with all our heart and all our soul and all our mind. Huh? The world would be so much better if everyone could get that priority straight right there. Think about it. Amen. Look at verse 38. This is the first and great commandment. See, first things are first. This is first. This is great when I'm when I'm sharing with you right now. Verse 39 says and the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Verse 40 says, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Everything. All the law that, that Moses brought, all the prophets, everything, all they had. Jesus is saying, everything is hung up on these two commandments right here. Amen. Love of our, oh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, talking about priorities straight concerning love, life, saints. That's what we're talking about today, right? And the number one love of our life is the Lord, thy God. Thank you, Jesus. This would be an awesome place if the world could get this priority straight right here, Lord. So we want to love God with everything, and then we want to love each other like we love ourselves. Amen. Our neighbor like ourselves. And everything else, you know what you do? Just enjoy it. Amen. <laughs> we love God. We love each other. And everything else, what do we do, saints? We enjoy it. Amen. <laughs> All right, let's take this quick quiz. I'm going to name some things. I, I gave myself this quiz. Amen. <laughs> I'm just going to give it to you. All. God gave it to me, actually. <laughs> All right, think of some things now. You tell me if you love them. Or you enjoy it. Your house. 
<laughs> we enjoy our house, right? Your car. We enjoy them vehicles, right? Your bank account. Amen. Amen. Your wife. Love my wives. Amen. <laughs> uh, look, each other in the fellowship. We love each other, right? <laughs> Praise God. Your children. Love them. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What about your neighbor? We love our neighbors. Amen. That's what it said, right? What about golf? <laughs> Enjoy it. Lord, drop that on me. Say, what about golf? What do you do with that? I say, I enjoy it, Lord. But, but he knew he had me because I'd be like, I love playing golf. <laughs> Lord corrected me. I enjoy playing golf. Amen. I really do. <laughs> I think we got it, saints. We want to love God and each other with all our hearts and soul and mind and everything else. We just want to enjoy it. We don't want to fall in love with it. We just want to enjoy it, right? So what's the problem then? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what the problem is. This is what the Lord showed me on the way to Vegas. The problem is the world we live in is glamorous. That's the problem. Amen. Lights, cameras, action. Huh? That's the world we live in. Amen. If you all could have seen Las Vegas, that strip house was lit up when we got there at night. Everybody got excited. Huh? We going out there. We want to walk down there. We, it was just exciting. It's glamorous. <laughs> Ooh, the Lord knew what to show me on my way out of here. I'm telling you, he know what we need. He showed this to me. I'm going to share it with you. It was beautiful. Amen. <laughs> you go downtown to Fremont Street in Vegas. You all been to Fremont Street? Downtown Vegas, they got the little light show and, and every other kind of show you want to see. They got a lot of food for the flesh. Amen. <laughs> huh? It's glamorous. I'm telling you, saints of God, it's glamorous. The world is glamorous. Thank you, Jesus. Talking about something beautiful. It's just lit up. Amen. <laughs> That's what our kids say. That's one of our kids saying. The party is lit. Huh? When they say it's lit, <laughs> it's going on, saints of God. Amen. It's turned up. Amen. Hear me now. Thank you. That's how the world looks. It's glamorous. Amen. <laughs> all in all, it's just glamorous, saints of God. But to, you know what the problem is? <laughs> we fall in love. We tend to fall in love with things that are glamorous. That's the problem. Amen. <laughs> we can fall in love with them. A glamorous woman. Amen. A glamorous house, glamorous car. Amen. A glamorous life. Amen. <laughs> Who's that made that song? Was that Sheila E? We want to lead the glamorous life without love. It ain't much. She had it right. Because <laughs> God is love, right? So she said, okay, you want to lead that glamorous life? Please know without God, it ain't much. Amen. It looks good, though. Huh? It's like the tree of the knowledge of God, good and evil. It looked good to Adam and Eve. But all wrapped up in it was evil. Amen. It's the world. It looks good. It's glamorous. Lights, cameras, action. But all wrapped up in it is evil. The devil. Why? He's the prince of this world. That's what Jesus said. This world system right here. He's, he's the prince of it. Amen. <laughs> Without love, it ain't much. <laughs> Our love is intended for who, saints? God and each other, right? Everything else, we just enjoy. Write it down. Put that, write that in your heart. I had to get right that one in my heart, saints. Don't fall in love with nice things. Just enjoy them, right, saints of God? And we know the number one is money. But I'm going to give you all another one. <laughs> <laughs> number one is money because it says money is the root of all evil. So we know we can't fall in love with money, but we can't fall in love with the world either. Amen. <laughs> the Lord gave me these scriptures. I'm telling you, I was in the airport on the phone with y'all in the early morning prayer, 
And if you all remember, I, I read these scriptures. I'm going to read them right now again. Because, <laughs> you know, the Bible says in Proverbs, it says, a word in due season, how good is that? When somebody gives you the rhema word, the right, the word that you need before you go and approach something, it don't get no better. Amen. He gave me this word before I got on that plane. Amen. And it's found in 1 John chapter 2. Thank you, Jesus. In verse 15, he knew just what his servant needed. <laughs> oh, I needed this. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it said this. And when I, when I read it, you know, when I pulled it up on an early morning prayer, and I'm like, why, why I got this scripture? This scripture, you know, Lord usually be having everything flowing in sync. This just don't seem to be flowing when he gave me this scripture. I'm on the way to Vegas. But this is what it says. 1 John 2, chapter 15, it says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Amen. <laughs> like, why he give me this on the way to Vegas? So, <laughs> we, we don't want to love the world, saints. Now, when, when it says the world, when God says the world, he's talking about the world system. Huh? He's not talking about people. Because see, the Bible, it would be contradictory. Listen to this. The Bible says, God so loved the world, what did he do? So why would he tell us not to love the world? So he can't be talking about people because he just told us, love him with everything and each other the same way. We got to love God and people. So when he's saying, love not the world, he's not talking about people. He's talking about this system. Again, the world system is demonic. He said, don't fall in love with it. Don't let this glamorous thing fool you. All wrapped up in it is evil. It's the devil. Amen. So don't fall in love with this. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God gave his life for the people, for us, not the world system. You hear me? He gave it for us. See, we're in the world, but what? But we're not of it. Amen. And the scripture is real descriptive. It says, don't fall in love with the world. And then it didn't stop there. It says, neither the things in the world. Huh? That's why I gave y'all that little test. <laughs> huh? It said, don't fall in love with the world. Talking about the system. Or the things that are in it. Talking about golf and all those other things that we keep for our cars and how don't fall in love with that either amen we just love God and each other right everything else we just enjoy it amen <laughs> I'm trying to get this in your spirit today <laughs> oh this scripture is good it say don't fall in love with the world neither the things in the world amen <laughs> thank you Jesus <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. You know why you don't want us to fall in love with the world system? Because it's, 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 it has lack. Huh? <laughs> it, see, lack, is, there's none of that in heaven, in God's system. That's the world system. Amen? What about poverty? You think that's in God's system? Say, don't fall in love with this system. Ain't none of this in my system. What about unequality? That's not in God's system. Amen. What about racism? Huh, what is that? That's not in God's system. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. What about sin? Think that's, that's in God's system? He said, don't fall in love with this world system. I'm naming everything in this world right now. <laughs> we can't fall in love with this world system. Say, neither the things in the world. Amen. Now, why do these things in the world, they seem like we could just fall in love with some of this stuff. It seems good, right? But you know why? One of the main reasons, because everything in this world system is temporary. Amen. See, we love things that are forever. That's why he said, we love each other. If you're in Christ, it's forever. Elder Tola, I'm be telling you I love you forever. Do you hear me? <laughs> I love you. God bless you. That's forever. That ain't never going to stop. <laughs> Amen. Y'all brothers hear me? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Brother Chucky, you hear me? <laughs> God bless you. I love you. How you always say that? Because it's forever. It's never going to stop. 
Amen. All of you all. I tell all of you all the same thing. God bless you. I love you, okay? I got to let you know that. Amen. Huh? That stuff is forever. Huh? And it's scriptural. He said, love him and love y'all. That's what he told me to do. Amen. It's in my spirit. It got in me. Amen. So whenever the Lord give me something on love, oh, man, it's exciting. Amen. The more revelation he give me on love, the better. He said, I'm going to show you how to prioritize this love life. And if the, and if the world can hear this word I'm going to give you today, it'll make the place better. <laughs> Ooh, look, at this, look what he gave. Love God, love people, change the world. That's what will happen. <laughs> if you love God and people, it'll change the world, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So you know what this it says in First Timothy chapter six. Because we love things that are forever, right? First Timothy chapter six, verse seven says, For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain. We can carry nothing out of it. <laughs> We're not taking nothing out of this world. We didn't bring nothing in it, saints. So don't fall in love with the world. Amen? All the stuff that you may fall in love with, it ain't going with you. <laughs> I told somebody this story one time. It is so true. My father worked all his life. He had boats, vans, I mean, just tools and all kind of stuff. And it's like when he passed away, Everybody just came and got that stuff, right? And I was just, my mother was just giving it away. Hey, take that, take that. Go back in the garage and get anything you want. And everybody was just taking it. And I thought about it. I said, my daddy worked his whole life. He got his boat, his van, and that stuff went like that. <laughs> you know what I got? He worked for General Motors for 30 years, and they gave him a watch. I just got the watch. All that other stuff, gone in a matter of seconds. That's why you can't fall in love with it. Who, you don't know who's going to have that stuff when you get done with it. Amen. Don't fall. But if you fall in love with God, that's forever. Amen. That is forever. <laughs> Hear me, saints of God? That's never going to be taken away anywhere. <laughs> Look at verse 16. It says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. See, in the world, things appear attractive, saints, because they appeal to our flesh, to our eyes. And that's what God is telling us. We fall in love because it's, a, it's glamorous, it's attractive. He say, and, uh, and, I, and I, in flesh, I, 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 our flesh bodies are lustful. Amen. <laughs> so it said, as he's telling us, what's in the world is the lust of your flesh, the lust of your eyes, and the pride of life. Amen. And those things are deceptive. It's, tr it's true nature is evil, saints. How do we know? Because Satan is under, is the rule of the world system. He's deceptive. He plays on our lustful flesh. <laughs> and what we see. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight. That's why we do it. Because if we begin to walk by sight, our eyes, it becomes lustful. He can play on that. We got to walk by faith. Amen. Not by what we see, saints of God. Oh, Lord, sometimes when I, when I, when I see the, the world's theories, they have the nerve to raise up against the knowledge of God. <laughs> making these foolish laws. Amen. The world is so foolish. Amen. Because Satan is the ruler of it, and he plays on the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Amen. <laughs> so men think, I can make a law that says just, just totally contrary to the word of God. That's just foolish. Amen. <laughs> the world is rebellious, saints of God. It's in opposition to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We can't fall in love with it. 
It says in the pride of life. What, what do we know about God and pride? Huh? He hates it, right? <laughs> pride of life produces arrogance, haughtiness, exaggerations. Amen. God hates pride. Amen. <laughs> and we need to learn to drop all of that, saints. Because at the end of the day, it's to God be the glory. Amen. Everybody say amen to that. It's to God be the glory, saints. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Let me read this, this scripture to you right here in verse 17. The final one says, And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God, what, saints? Abide it forever. See, see when, if your stuff is, 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 is in the will of God, it's never going anywhere. Amen. That's why he said, love him. That's why we say, not my will, come on, but your will be done. Huh? Because why? It abided forever. We into that forever stuff. We're not into that temporary stuff, saints. The world is glamorous, saints, but don't fall in love with it. Amen. It's telling it. It passes away. It's temporary. But loving God is forever. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. There's no prophet, saints of God, falling in love with the world because it's out of order. Amen. Now, let me show you this that quickly. Mark chapter 8 and verse 36. So we know we don't want to fall in love with money. We don't want to fall in love with the world, right? Amen. Mark 8 and 36 says this. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world? Listen to this thing. And lose his own soul. See, the world is glamorous, but don't we can't fall in love with it. Apply the rule. We love God and each other and everything else we enjoy. Right? It's just that simple. Whenever you're getting into whatever you're getting into, remember this rule. Where I love God. And I just feel like you're really enjoying it. I love God and I love people. Everything else I just enjoy. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Enjoy it, saints, but don't fall in love with it. Don't put it before the Lord. Don't put nothing before the Lord, saints. But this is the one I want to show you that's real tricky. This one is real tricky. We know money. That, that one is tricky, too. The world is glamorous. It's tricky. Amen. <laughs> But this one, this morning, I was trying to compare, and I don't know, Lord. I'm saying the number one thing is money that you don't want to fall in love with. But then I was, I was reviewing this this morning because this thing is so close to you, it's, it's easily to fall in love with it. And I'm talking about your own life. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> now, that, that life you live in Christ, this, this is what it was, was it's like a gray, a thin line. That life you live in Christ is exciting. Amen. But your own life, the one that, that you lived before you knew Christ, the one that wants to, you know, it's, it's, it's all about what you want to do. Don't fall in love with that life. Amen. See, this, one, this, one is, this is a tough one. Why do you all think our unsaved loved ones won't receive Christ? Why do you think that? Sometimes I wonder, why don't people, all these promises in this book, I know it's the devil, he's keeping them away from it. God has to do everything he said he was going to do, but why won't they receive him? You know why? Because they're in love with their own life. That's why they won't receive him. Amen. That's why I say this one is hard. This one right up there with money. huh? You can fall in love with money, but your own life looks attractive too. Amen. Especially if you got some things going on. Amen. It just seems attractive. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But they, what they don't realize is that life is temporary. So you can't fall in love with temporary stuff. Amen. See, the saying is right. Not my will, but your will be done in my life. Huh? That's how you get out of that mindset of your own life. Huh? Jesus, Jesus was toiling, bleeding, sweating, blood, all that, you know, getting ready to go to that cross. But at the end of the day, 
He said, not my will, Lord. Is it any other way, Lord? But nevertheless, if it's not, I'm not, I didn't, you didn't send me here to do what I wanted to do. Amen. You sent me here for a specific purpose. That's your will. So that's what I want to get done. Everybody say amen to that. Get that in your spirit right there. That's how you, that's how you go forward and know you're going forward. And ain't nothing going to stop you from doing the will of God. Believe me. <laughs> see, see all that, all that turmoil stuff come in your life when you're going the opposite way. And we saw that, right? Jonah, <laughs> go to Nineveh. Talk to him. Tell him I'm, I'm not happy with him. Tell him if they don't get it right, I'm going to punish him. He go the other way. And then isn't that when the turmoil started. Uh, if he would have just stayed in the will of God and went to Nineveh, none of that would, he wouldn't have been in the, in the belly of a whale. That wouldn't have happened. Amen. It's when we want to do our own thing, huh, outside of what God, the plan he has, then the problems start. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Not my will, but your will be done in my life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at the scriptures. Let me show it to you, saints of God. <laughs> he said, the number one don't is money and the world. We don't want to love those things, right? <laughs> and now I'm saying our own life is included, and that really could be number one. All right? Turn to Matthew 10 and look at verse 32. It says, whatsoever therefore, whosoever therefore shall confess, me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. So whosoever men is, is everybody, whoever you are. Because God don't have a respectful person, right? If you confess Jesus Christ, he going to confess you to the God the Father. Is that what the scripture is saying? But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Amen. So the opposite is going to apply. If you deny Christ, he's going to deny you. Amen. Look at verse 34. Think not that I come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Now, when I was reading, but a sword. When I was reading this, saints of God, I was like, hold up, Lord. Now, wait a minute. The prince of peace is saying he didn't come for that. He didn't come, he didn't come to send peace on earth. But he came with a sword, but a sword. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We need revelation now, right? Here's the Prince of Peace talking about, I didn't come for that. And we like, wait, he even left that with us. When he, remember when he was leaving? He said, my peace I leave unto you, and the Father's going to send the comforters. And I, and I always preach that message, so two things we really need is peace and comfort. And here he is saying, this is Jesus talking. This ain't, this ain't, you know, this is in Matthew, but this ain't Matthew talking. This is Jesus talking right now. Think not that I come to send peace on earth. Don't think that I came to do that. <laughs> what, Lord? <laughs> we want to know what the Spirit is saying right there. <laughs> he didn't come to send peace. Let me say this, saints of God. The ultimate end of the gospel is peace. Are you hearing me? That's the ultimate end of the gospel. God's word is peace. Amen. But the immediate result of the gospel is conflict. <laughs> now let me break it down for you. See, when you bring out that word of God, who's the word of God? Jesus, right? Jesus said in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word took on flesh. That's Jesus, right? When you bust out that word of God, the sword, that's when the conflict begins to the unbeliever. When you bust that sword out, to, that's when the peace halts. Amen. See, you say, oh, look, Jesus, Jesus, huh? you, be, you get ready to get into some conflict. That's what the scripture is saying. What you mean, Jesus, you didn't come to bring peace but a sword. He's the sword. Jesus is the sword. Bust him out to an unbeliever. You'll see. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. 
the word of God. Bust that word of God out, saints. Soon as you go there, Jesus, all hell going to break loose. Do you hear me? <laughs> you may not keep the peace any longer when you go there. That sword can result in chaos, even with your own family members, especially with them. Oh, you saying, wait a minute, man, the God. <laughs> you talking about the family. <laughs> Amen. Okay, look at the next scripture. Look at the next scripture. Verse 35. For I am come to set a man at variance against who, saints? His father. That's his family. And the daughter against her mother. And the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Huh? Let, let the mother-in-law be talking to a daughter-in-law that's not a believer. Well, the, the Bible says that, you know, you should love your, your husband. You should love my son. But Jesus, all hell going to break. She's going to be looking at you like, what are you talking about? Amen. <laughs> That's what this is saying. It says, for I have come to set a man at variance. That means divide him. Amen. <laughs> See, it could be a division in your own family, saints. If you're a believer and somebody in your family is not a believer, it's a division. Amen. And it's saying no matter who it is. Huh? When God's word get brought up, that sword comes out, the peace could be broken. That's what it's saying, saints. It could be one against another in your own family. Now let me give you some more revelation. Look at verse 36. First, I'm going to give you this scripture. And a man's foes shall be that of his own household. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> What is, how is that? A man, your enemy could be of your own household. That's something right there, saints of God. Because that, that's your inner circle. huh? See, the real enemy, your real enemy, the ones that don't like you, can't stand you, they can't do nothing to you because they can't get close to you. But the ones in your house, <laughs> they close to you. Amen. And that's what this scripture is, is warning us. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. But don't feel bad about it. Because <laughs> you can't get your children saved. Don't feel bad about that. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can't save your mother or your, or your father or whoever is in your household. <laughs> That's how it was with Jesus. Y'all remember? It said he came to his own and what happened? They received him not. Amen. Jesus, so don't feel bad about that, saints of God. Huh? Jesus, the Jews, didn't receive him. It's his own household. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. They gave him the most problem. As a matter of fact, can I be totally honest with y'all? They killed him. <laughs> they the ones that killed him. It wasn't the unbelievers that killed him. It was the chief priest them. I'm the one to say, we're going to get him, we're going to kill him. His own family, his Jews, that's who killed him. Amen. So, you know, when you look at that scripture that way, you know, we got some family members that just don't receive Christ. Amen. We, and we want to get them born again. We want to get them saved. Amen. We want them to know who Jesus is. But if we can't and we tried everything, hey, it is what it is. Keep you got to shake the dust off and go to the next one. Amen. And some just not going to, they just not going to receive. So this scripture is saying, watch that inner circle, saints. The ones that are close to you. Y'all want to go deeper? <laughs> Say, we deep right now. <laughs> no, we going deeper. Look at verse 37. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. <laughs> you are hearing this, saints. So first of all, what's our love rule? We got to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, right? And our neighbor as ourselves. We got to love each other the same way as ourselves, right? So what's wrong with this picture, saints? It says, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not. So he said, if you place your mother or your father in front of me, <laughs> listen to what he's saying now. You're not worthy of me. Oh, Lord, come on now. 
Come on now. <laughs> See, he went right to the top. I'm going to break it down for y'all, though, because y'all said y'all want to get deeper. I saw y'all shake y'all head. <laughs> if you put anything before him, you are not worthy of him. That's what it's saying. Amen. <laughs> he just said mother or father because, you know, our family, that's dear to us. Amen. But he said, don't put them before me. <laughs> Amen. Oh, say make gay blow so more. You know, I, he's showing me Elder Vic, and I'm like, why are you showing me Elder Vic? You know, because his wife is going through some challenges right now. He could take the attitude, I'm going to stay home with my wife. I'm going to stay home and take care. But look what he's doing. <laughs> he said, no, I'm going to go to God. God will take care of your wife. <laughs> Amen. Please believe that. <laughs> When we come together and we touch and agree on that thing and he's in the midst, oh, Lord, have mercy. That's what the scripture said. Don't put nothing in front of me. Amen. That's what it's saying, saints of God. He that love his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that love his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Amen. Don't put anything ahead of him, saints of God. I got to give you all this revelation. Let me give you all this one. Because I... I was at Pastor Brian's church preaching the word and, and God many times he was putting people, he was just putting them in front of me to invite and I knew that I had the words of eternal life for them. That, that, that if they just would hear these words the Lord gave me, they would get the breakthrough. I knew it. I knew it. And I would always invite them and they just wouldn't show up. They wouldn't show up, and I knew I got the word for it. If they could just come and hear this, but they never would show up. And I remember Pastor Brian's wife, Sister Joan, she saw I was vexed. I said, you know, I invited this person, this person, and they just won't show up. And I know I can bless them with the words of eternal life, and they're going to get that breakthrough. And you know what she said? They not worthy. I said, what? They not, she said, they not worthy. <laughs> and I thought about it. And when I read this scripture, I understood. He said, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy. He that loveth son or daughter more than me. So here I got the word, that sword <laughs> of eternal life. But they're not worthy of Jesus, not me. <laughs> they're not worthy of him. Why? Because if they was worthy, they would have been there. But why weren't they there? Because they had all these other things in front of him. They just not worthy. Oh, she blessed me with that. That really, I promise you all, that blessed me. Because I know when the Lord blesses me with the word, and it's going to bless you, you know, but I just, you know, I had, I, had got that, I had got it in my spirit, and I needed this in my spirit for the ministry. If I see her sitting right there, I'm good. I could just preach. If I, and, and another brother told me this. He said, my daddy preached to my mama for a whole year. I said, you say what? His daddy was a bishop now. He said he preached. The only one that was at the church for a year was his mother. I said, I needed to hear that. Thank you. Thank you so much for telling me that. I needed to hear that. If I just can look over and see her, she right there, I'm good. I'm good. Amen. I want to bless everybody. Amen. Oh, I just wanted to give you all that revelation because it blessed me. Sister Joan told me they're just not worthy. Amen. <laughs> and it wasn't about me anymore. But I got the word. No, it wasn't me. God gave me the words, but they're not worthy of Jesus. That's what he's saying. If you put anything before me, he just went straight to the top. You're just not worthy. You're not going to get it. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 30, 38. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth me is not worthy of me. See, in following Jesus, we all, we got a cross we got to bear. Saints of God, you really, to follow Jesus, saints, please hear me. You really have to sell out to God to follow him. You got, that's when <laughs> I had to do this. I'm just telling y'all what I had to do. Because there's a lot of other things I like doing. But once I sold out to the Lord, I just knew not to put anything else in front of him i wouldn't take appointments amen i'm not going on that appointment 
Because <laughs> huh? if I go on that appointment, I know something's going to go wrong, and I ain't going to make it to the house of the Lord. God bless you, Brother Joe and Elder Deutsch. Y'all missed a whole bunch of food, though. <laughs> but I'm going to give y'all these leftovers. I'm going to give them up. <laughs> but, but Lord, some food went forth. Did some food go forth? <laughs> Lord have mercy. But we continue in the series on love and priority. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And the number one thing you want to fall in, in love with is God. And each other. That's what the scriptures say, right? He said, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, all your strength, and all your mind. Oh, no, all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. Thank you, Jesus. And then uh, love each other. Love your neighbor as yourself. So that's the number one thing we want to fall in love with is God and ourselves. And the number one thing we don't want to fall in love with is money. I'm going to give him a quick recap. I just don't want him to just be sitting. What is he talking about? <laughs> Amen. The number one thing you don't want to fall in love with is money, saints of God. Why? Because the scriptures say the love of money is the root of all evil. It's not the money. <laughs> money is good. Amen. But the love of it is bad. <laughs> Amen. That's what gets us in trouble. Loving it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And then the Lord also showed us don't love the world either. Or the things in the world. <laughs> Our love is reserved for God and each other. Right? Everything else, what, what we do, saints of God, we enjoy it. We don't love it. Our love is reserved for each other and God. Everything else we enjoy. All right, I try to bring y'all up to speed. Hallelujah. Everybody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Got a quick recap yourself. Hallelujah, Lord. I read, he that loveth the father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Amen. He that loveth the son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And I gave this revelation. If you put anything before God, you're not worthy of him. See, he said father and mother because he went straight to the top. But, he said, but anything you put before God, you're not worthy. Amen. <laughs> You'll miss your blessings. Amen. Putting things before God. Amen. When it's time to come and see God and serve God and hear him and pray and all the other times you got set aside in your life that you gave to God, don't cancel those appointments. Amen. That's what I'm saying to you. Now, I was talking about uh, this scripture, verse 38 says, and he that taketh not his cross and followeth me is not worthy of me. And I was saying, in all honesty, when you follow Christ, you really have to sell out. You got to sell out. You can't let anything else be more important. You got to sell out. <laughs> Sister Joan told me that one time. I was walking out of there. You know, I had God and a whole lot of other things I like doing too. And I still got a lot of things I like doing. But my priorities are straight. Because God is first. <laughs> I may get to do them things. I don't know. But I know God is first. His time going to be first. Everything else can get in where it fit in. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Life is exciting when you live it like that, saints of God. If you can learn that piece right there, I mean, you get some real exciting life out that deal. Amen. We love God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and we love each other. Same way where we love our neighbor as ourself. As I love me, I love you. Amen. And everything else, I enjoy it. Amen. My love is reserved in that order. That's the priority. We're talking about straightening, straightening out priorities. Hey, brothers, did y'all read this, this front of this today? It said, love God and love people. And what happens? You can change the world. Amen. You just do those two things. Get your love life prioritize correctly. That's what I'm giving today. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 39. Now, we was talking about, we already talked about money. Number one thing you don't want to fall in love with. We talked about the world. The number one thing we, you don't want to fall in love. A number, another thing you don't want to fall in love with. 
But this one runs right up here with money to me. Look at verse 39. Matthew 10 and 39. It says, he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth, loseth his life for my sake shall find it. See, this is that tricky one I was telling y'all about. Because you can fall in love with your own life. But this scripture is saying if you fall in love with your life, you'll lose your life. Do you hear me? <laughs> but if you lose your life for Christ's sake, you'll find your life. <laughs> See, his will is our lives. Amen. The will of God. That's why Jesus said, not my will, come on, but your will be done in my life. That is our life. All the other stuff is fake. Amen. <laughs> Everybody got that in their spirit. Not my will, but your will be done in my life. Amen. I should be here. Amen. Every time I say that. Uh, that's the cue nut from now on. Says, when I say that, say amen loud. <laughs> not my will. Not what I want to do, Lord. Huh? Yeah, do I got to go to that cross? Huh? It don't, it don't, it don't, I, I, is it any other way I could do it, Lord? Is there any other way I could live this life, Lord? This is what I used to do. I'd be trying anything and everything to get around that, that word. How can I get around that word? Maybe if I just, or if I just do, if I, at the end of the day, not my will, but your will be done in my life. Man, that's it. That's the formula. I'm setting some priorities straight today. Amen. We're talking about love and priorities. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord. He said, he that findeth his life shall lose it. Huh? See, what, what it's really saying is if you love your life, you're going to lose it. Amen. Some people had a glamorous life. How does how the song go? We want to live the glamorous life without love. Come on. It ain't much. <laughs> if you live in the glamorous life and you done fell in love with your life, it ain't much. Without love. God is love. Without God. Come on. It ain't much. <laughs> if you live in that glamorous life and you done fell in love with it and you don't have God in it, you think you got something, but it ain't much. Amen. Sheila E, ain't that honest? She had it right. <laughs> she had it right, saints of God. He that find I'm read it again. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth loses his life for my sake shall find it. Hallelujah. Don't fall in love with your own life, saints. What's the rule? We love God with all our heart, soul, and mind and each other. Same way. Like ourselves, like our neighbor. Everything else we enjoy, right? Those are the do's and don'ts of our love life, saints. Hallelujah, Lord. We love God with everything. <laughs> we don't fall in love with money or the world, which is the world system, or our own life. I think about that. Isn't that so contrary to how the world thinks? The world don't think like that. We don't fall in love with the, with the world system. Huh? They think the world system is what's going on. Dog eat dog world. I'm going to get over. I'm going to throw you under the bus so I can, so I can get to where I got to go. They think that's a cool system. Lord say, don't fall in love with that mess. Huh? If you, what does the scripture say? If, if a man love the world, he don't have the love of the father in him. Huh? How can you love this world system? I'm, I'm watching the news, a little five-year-old kid, fool just out the, out the car, shooting in the house, shoot the little five-year-old. I mean, just so many shootings, was it 20 or 30 in the last weekend? How can you love that system? Amen? <laughs> you love that the love of the Father is not in you. This system is jacked up. Amen? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The world does not think like this. What I'm, what I'm saying today, I hope this word go viral. Amen. <laughs> the word, I'm going to put it out there too. You know, let's see what happens. If they can get this word right here, love God, love each other, and enjoy everything else. Amen. Change the whole world. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> what the Prince of Peace say, y'all? He didn't come to bring peace. Cool, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> when I read that scripture, what, Jesus? 
I didn't come to bring peace but a sword. What? <laughs> You're the prince of peace. Oh, I ain't getting ready to go back there. But I am going to give y'all a bonus. Amen. Elder Deutsch, Brother Joe, I'm going to give y'all a bonus. Amen. I'm going to bless everybody with this one. <laughs> and this found in Matthew chapter 16. Amen. I'm going to sure, give you this bonus right here. So we don't, we don't want to fall in love with money. We don't want to fall in love with the world. And we don't want to fall in love with our own life. Huh? Right? Not my will, but his will be done. Amen? Matthew chapter 16. Look at verse 20. It says, Then charged his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. Now, why wouldn't Jesus want his disciples not to tell man that he was the Christ, saints? Huh? You know, when you read, you got to read everything in his contents. He, he didn't want him to tell him that he was the Christ because he was preparing to go to the cross. He didn't want nothing to block that. He didn't want nothing to block him from getting to that cross to save us. Amen. Some things you've just got to say amen. <laughs> he didn't want nothing to block him. Amen. <laughs> he revealed, remember, he revealed the assignment to Peter. He said, Peter, this is what's going to happen. He told him. <laughs> and Peter said, this shall not be. Huh? So now if that's his disciple, you think he wants them out there telling everybody what his plan is? Okay, let's look at it. Look at verse, what was that, 20? Look at verse 21. It says, from that time forth, Jesus, from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. That's God's plan, how he was going to redeem man. He told him, don't, don't y'all run out and tell everybody who I am, what the plan is. Hey, I got something from that. Hey, when God puts something in you that he needs you to do, don't run out and tell everybody right away, thanks to God. Amen. Because what, what, what happens when you tell somebody, because when God tells you some stuff, it ain't natural. What is it? It's supernatural. Huh? He don't tell you things that you, that you can just do on your own. He tell you to do some things that you're going to need him to do it. Amen. And they ain't going to understand when you run out and say, look, you know what the Lord told me that blah. Be like, are you crazy? Huh? Don't tell them. When I told somebody the story about my son, what God has showed me, they say, don't tell nobody else that. They couldn't understand it. It wasn't natural. It was supernatural. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So he told him the plan, right? In verse 21, look at verse 22. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. <laughs> That's your proof. Okay, a couple of questions. How do you rebuke the Lord thy God? How do you do that? Peter was his boy, took Jesus and rebuked him. <laughs> and began to rebuke him. Saying, that ain't going to happen, Lord. That plan that you told us, that what you got to do to go and redeem man, that's not, we're not going to let that happen. That's what he said to him. <laughs> this shall not be unto thee. Oh, Lord, have mercy. How do you do that one? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. But, everybody say, thank God for but. Amen. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but he turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou saviest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He rebuked him, saying to God. <laughs> Amen. Told his boy to get behind him and called him Satan. Why did he do that? Because Satan was speaking through him. Amen. Satan's talking about, no, that ain't going to happen. He said, oh, no, you're the devil. <laughs> what just spoke through you? I just told you to plan him. I'm a redeemed man. And you talking about that ain't going to happen? Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Y'all want the punchline? Here go the punchline, verse 24. 
Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life, what saints? So lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Okay, that's the second witness right there, right? He said it again. How did he say it in the other scripture? Let's go back. Let's take a quick look. He just said that in Matthew 2. He said, he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. This time he says, whosoever will save his life will lose it. Amen. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake will find it. We can't fall in love with our own life. You got to lose your life, not just to lose, for his sake. Amen. So he can do his will through you. That's what Jesus was telling them. I, got, I, know why, I know why the Father sent me here. I got to go do this. Oh, no, you're not doing this. No, not so. No, so, Jesus. You can't do. Jesus had to tell him to get behind him. Huh? Not my will, but his will be done. Amen. Oh, y'all afraid. <laughs> y'all afraid to, for the Lord to do his will in your life? Every time you hear that, you should be like, amen. <laughs> if, I was sitting, if I was sitting down here, somebody, I'd be like, amen. Be like, he's screaming, he's hollering. He's going to do, he's going to allow God to do the will in his life. That's your life. That's your real life. Oh, y'all looking at me. Y'all ain't got, okay, okay. He said, give y'all some more scripture. Okay, okay. Maybe this one will convince y'all. Turn to John chapter 12. Oh, the Dutch is enjoying every minute of it. I know he is. <laughs> Turn to John chapter 12. Brother Joe, I'm going to bless you with this one, okay? I'm going to bless you with this one right here. John chapter 12. Y'all there? Okay, look at verse 23. It says, And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Okay, he said, Now the hour is come. He's getting ready to go and do why the Lord sent him here, right? He's going to that cross. He said, The hour is come. I'm about to be glorified. Right? Okay, look at verse 24. Verily, verily, what does that mean? This is for sure. When he say verily, verily, oh, that's going to happen. Amen. He says, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abided alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Amen. He said, if that corn go in the ground, corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it just abided alone. Amen. He said, but if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. It's going to bring forth much fruit. He was setting them up, letting them know, I got to die. I got to go into the earth. But when I come out, it's going to bring forth so much fruit. Amen. <laughs> we the fruit saints of God. That's what it said. We are God's fruit. He died for, point to yourself, us. Amen. That's why he died. That was the plan. He said it died long except it going to the ground, but it bringeth forth much fruit. That's what he did. Y'all ready for the punchline? Look at verse 25. It says, he that loveth his life, what? Shall lose it. And he that hateth his life in this world, what? So keep it unto eternal life. How many times did he say it? Three times. Three different ways. He said, if you save your life, you're going to lose it. Huh? And what, how did he say it in here? If you find your life, you're going to lose it. But we, what are we talking about today? Love, right? He said, and if you love your life, you shall lose it. I think y'all got it now. Huh? Not my will, but your will be done. Amen. <laughs> don't fall in love with your own life. Don't fall in love with money. And don't fall in love with the world. Amen. We love the Lord thy God with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul. And we love each other. That's what I'm telling you today. Amen. Receive that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for your word. Thank you so much for your word, Lord. 
You, you set our priorities straight, and I thank you, Lord. Just loving you with our heart, soul, and mind, and loving each other. Amen. Everything else we enjoy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We don't love money, we don't love the world, and we don't even love our own life outside of you. <laughs> we love you, Lord God, and each other. Everything else we enjoy. Father, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor today. I thank you for what you put inside of me, Lord. And I, and I, and I believe with all my heart that your people heard your word. And they're not just hearers only, but they're doers as well, Lord. So I thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Thank you for allowing me to feed your people, Lord. It's a pleasure to serve you, and I always want you to know that. In the spirit of thanksgiving, I say thank you today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Last week, he gave us a couple of world sayings. One is, if you know better, you do better. Amen. Well, if you don't know nothing, you want to know this word. Amen. You don't want to be ignorant to the word. Amen. He also gave us another saying. What was it? Ignorance is bliss. Meaning, if you don't know something, don't worry about it. That could apply to everything else. But if you don't know this word, you will be worried about a whole bunch of things. Huh? People that don't know this word, they worried about Corona. They worried about that. I'm not worried about it. Amen. I know the end of the book. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Huh? We're all in a win-win situation. That's what Paul said. To live is Christ and to die is what? Come on. Somebody read the Bible. It said to live is Christ and to die is gain. You can't lose. That's what Paul said. It's a win-win situation in Christ. Now in the world... That's why we don't love the world system. Some win and some lose. Huh? In Christ, there is no losing ever. <laughs> when you hear somebody say, oh, it was a win-win situation. This happened for me, and then this happened for them, and blah. God was involved. That's why everybody wins. There's no winning and losing in God. That's in the world. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Who we need to pray for?